The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the day after Christmas. I hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas. Hopefully, you got to spend some time with those people that you love in person or at least over zoom skype or facetime i hope all of you got what you wanted for christmas but you got to give joy to others or if you're someone who really just wants to be left alone i have been there various times throughout my life and so if you just wanted to be left alone hopefully you had a good time all by yourself folks hopefully you guys didn't get too plastered you know too drunk as you know i've only drank uh what two or three times since february 13th it was the day we had uh, decided that we were pretty sure that Maggie was pregnant, so she had to stop drinking, and so I stopped drinking. But then when I went to Poland in July and August to visit her family, her father makes whiskey and wine and limoncello and sherry, as I've mentioned. And so I was pushed into drinking ladies and gentlemen i was my wife said don't be rude you got to drink with my dad so i had a couple of shots with him one day of the grain alcohol that he makes which is the base for his whiskey and his sherry and limoncello and then we went to visit her father's brother and i had to get kind of tipsy with those two characters and then i might have had a beer and some wine on another day but i haven't drank since then well on christmas eve i went out by myself to a friend's party folks and i had three or four beers and then i had three or four cocktails followed up by three or four shots and i never do this i never ever ever do this but i decided that i was going to be responsible so i drove a taxi home and it was the first time in my life uh not in my life but since i've been here in maryland that i drove a taxi home and so for all of you you need to be responsible and look out uh for yourself and for others because luckily as i was driving the taxi home there was a checkpoint a dui checkpoint and the cops waved the taxi right through obviously because it was a taxi and so then i woke up christmas morning and i was trying to figure out uh whose taxi was parked in my garage folks that's right i drove the taxi home apparently i stole it from somebody no i did not drink at all over christmas that was some cheesy joke a friend of mine's father from uh when i grew up kindergarten through high school 
he was a pretty cool guy, actually. Back when we used to uh, sneak cigarettes in 8th grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, his father was a big Marlboro Red smoker. And so he would save the Marlboro Miles back in the day. You used to save those up, and there was points and then a catalog, and you can get really cheesy stuff like a Marlboro windbreaker, a Marlboro tent, like a camping tent. You know, Marlboro uh, golf bag, you know, stuff like that. So his father had garbage bags full of these Marlboro miles. He would peel it off the side of the pack. It was like the side piece of cardboard. And he used to give them to us so we could buy stuff out of the Marlboro catalog. Those were the days, folks. Those were the days. Anyway, this gentleman posted that joke up on Facebook, and I happened to be on Facebook where I really don't spend a lot of time, but I started laughing when I read it. And I said, that's the cheesiest joke. I drove the taxi home. So I decided, what the hell? I might as well throw it in here, folks. So I hope you guys had a great Christmas. Uh, No matter what you did, I know Maria Albanese did, co-host of the Thomas Paine Podcast on Fridays. My friend Chrissy Piccolo went to visit her mother. Uh, She's been on the show. I've been on her show, The Real World Witness. Uh, Dan Golvach, who's been on the show multiple times. Wide Awake Jim. Uh, They all had wonderful Christmases. So I hope you guys did, you folks out there. I know some of you at Payne.tv slash gold and over at Twitter have been posting. You had great Christmases. So that's fantastic, folks. We had a really good time, honestly. Christmas Eve, I did not go uh, drink, nor did I steal a taxi. I actually went to uh, church, right? So first, my wife and her mother, who is here visiting from Poland, she's here for still another six weeks, I think. She's been helping out with uh, Willie G. And so they cooked a traditional Polish Christmas Eve dinner which in Poland, pretty much everyone's Catholic, so the tradition is there's no meat. So not my favorite, because I'm a meat eater, folks. I'm a meat eater. But uh, there was a fish dish in there that was pretty good. And I'm not really a fan of white fish, but it was good. It was good. And a mushroom soup and pierogies and a sauerkraut. Uh, all very, very, very good. So we had that as our Christmas Eve dinner. And then we went to a church service. So we've actually been looking for a church. We decided we wanted to get Willie G baptized. This is uh, going back three, four months ago before he was born. And so we started looking around. My wife grew up Catholic. She did not really want to have anything to do with the Catholic church. And so I grew up Protestant in a congregational church. When I grew up, it was owned by the congregation. And my mother was on a board, I think, for a while. And so I I told her, yeah, that's the kind of church I grew up in. Let's see if we could find one. So we actually found online a church called GC3 here in Frederick. And it's a small, non-denominational Christian church. So they sent us a mailer, I think, because we had signed up to get some information online. And so my wife said, oh, they're doing a candlelight service. I've never been to one. They don't do that, I guess, in the Catholic church or at least in Poland. So... I said, uh, yeah, it's kind of fun. You stand around the church, and then you light the uh, candle off the Christ candle. The Christ candle is the tallest candle on the table that's up at the head of the church. And I believe it's the first candle they light, and it's the last one to be put out because it's the brightest, it's the tallest, right? So they light, uh, everybody gets a candle that you hold in your hand. There's a little rim around it, like a little plastic base 
like on a sword, sort of like the cup on a sword to protect your hand so the wax doesn't drip down and, and burn your skin. Unless you're into that kind of thing, then I guess you would remove you would remove that plastic guard, right? So everybody gets a candle, then you stand around in the church, and they light the first candle, the pastor does, off of the uh, Christ candle, and then he lights someone else's candle, and it goes all the way around the room until the whole room, like a big circle, all the candles are lit. So we did that. We went to this church, non-denominational Christian church. They're part of a brotherhood, but not an association. So I talked to the pastor after. His name is Titus, a big gentleman, originally from Nebraska. And he's got a wife and two daughters. I had done my research on him. You know, part of church these days, you got to make sure you're not going to walk into somewhere with a charlatan or some uh, kitty diddler. I mean, it's just the reality of the world we live in. So we checked it out. Uh, very relaxed atmosphere. I don't think this was representative of their Sunday service. But Titus was up on stage with a guitar, and he had a female singer, and then another guy on bass and a guy on drums. And they did some Christmas tunes. And in between there, the kids from the church got up and read passages from the Bible, the Christmas story. So it was very relaxed setting. It was nice. Uh, very family oriented and they were very welcoming of us because we had not been there before so it was good willie g slept through the whole thing though he slept at first in his car carrier and then i took him out and laid him on this table and i put out a picture on twitter uh, saying no he was not portraying baby jesus he was actually fast asleep and snoring but it it was a good time it was a good time so we came home and we basically didn't do anything it was eight nine o'clock at night i think my wife and i might have watched uh bad santa because we've watched pretty much every christmas movie this season it's our first christmas with a kid you know with willie g so it's a lot of fun so we put him to sleep and then he didn't want to go to sleep so he was hanging out in the bed at this point i realized i had not finished rapping my presence and my wife and i did not coordinate on presents for willie g she just got him some stuff and i got him some stuff and i got her some stuff and her mom some stuff and so uh last year we her and i my wife and i did a trip down to texas to visit my mother and stepfather so we did a three and a half week trip drove down we camped in florida we did some uh, tent camping you know on the beach we did some tent camping out in the woods did a few airbnbs we make it down to texas we hung out there for about a week and a half then we did a trip coming back back up and stopped at some different places as well so i gave her some presents along the way so this year we said oh whatever he's little we're not going to coordinate we're not buying willie g anything big so we don't really need to coordinate so i had to sneak down into my office here to wrap the presents and then get him out under the tree because i figured i wasn't going to do santa claus or anything but at the same time i kind of wanted to surprise my wife and her mother kind of make it all fun we have a christmas tree and everything so what i did folks is willie didn't want to go to sleep so i took him down here into santa's workshop and he helped me wrapped the presents i mean he didn't really help he just sat there in his little rocker and he drooled while i wrapped the presents but i think he kind of knew what was going on we did make a decision uh finally that we're not going to play the santa claus game with willie g what we're going to do folks is we're going to tell him santa is a symbol of christmas it's like the christmas tree 
It's not the religious part of Christmas, but it's a symbol. It's a Norman Rockwell symbol. That's what we're going to do. So we're not going to play the the Santa Claus game. I, I just, I'm not comfortable being someone who is trying to be honest and open and transparent. And hopefully over the next year, this show grows. I'll get into this later, some of my 2023 goals as we're talking about goals and solutions. And I'd like to be out there speaking and warning people about what's coming and helping them figure out how to insulate themselves in their lives. That it would not be a great idea for me to start off Willie's life by lying to him about a bearded guy who comes down the chimney and leaves presents. Okay, and then every time he sees one at a mall or a fair or a festival, I've got to tell him that's not the real one, but that guy works for Santa. When in fact, you know that guy at the mall doesn't work for Santa. He's probably some kind of alcoholic, just like in the movie Bad Santa. So it's just lies on top of lies on top of lies. And then at five or six years old, seven years old, Willie finds out from one of his friends that Santa isn't real. And then you've got to explain to him that you lied to him. And then he thinks about all the times that you manipulated him throughout each year saying listen willie if you don't behave in the grocery store santa claus isn't gonna come in december you're gonna be a bad boy so instead of taking responsibility and instilling some values in your child disciplining your child using uh, love to train your child to be a better person you're going to lie to them and say this guy with the white beard isn't going to come and bring you presents i mean if you want to do it more power to you i grew up believing santa claus was real i just figure i don't want to do that and we're also going to explain to him hopefully he's a smart kid i think he will be fairly intelligent not to go ruin it for other kids all right so if there's other kids that believe in santa i don't want him to be the kid who ruins it for everybody else even though i sit here and i'm piercing your worldview with every word that i speak when i'm talking about technocracy and transhumanism i'm sitting here bursting your bubble but i don't want willie to be that guy i don't want him to torment other children and ruin their uh ruin their hopes and their dreams in santa claus but that's how we're going to do it folks and so i just i think it's in the the way we're going to raise them that's a smart thing for us to do ladies and so when i get back when i get back we're going to talk a little more christmas another church service we went to on christmas day i'm going to get into some solutions some plans that i'm creating for 2023 i know we're going to pick back up with synthesia that company i was showing you that is doing the artificial intelligence puppets all right we're going to get into that i got to show you a little bit more on the owner if you remember we uncovered one of the investors is tied to inqtel the cia's venture capital firm i'm going to show you who the ceo of this company is tied into i want to show you a little more of this i'm going to get dan Golvach back on this week to continue talking about the rise of the artificial intelligence personal jesus antichrist and then wide awake jim and i I believe we're going to start recording tomorrow we're going to try to knock out two three maybe four shows for you guys this week on bank for international settlements i'll be right back this is dust gold the dust gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold 
You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Payne.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. Yeah, it was funny because uh, I heard a couple of stories, actually, with the winter freeze that came in across the country. I'm still on the old Facebook page of the county I lived in in Tennessee. Uh, before I was uh, divorced in my past life, folks. And they had these rolling blackouts. Like, literally every 60 minutes, there was a blackout. So I saw all these stories that people were writing about how their kids' dreams were going to be ruined because Amazon didn't finish delivering packages on time. So all the stories people had to make up about Santa Claus, my brother-in-law's sister, uh, she's pretty well off, her and her husband, and so they get the their daughters these american dream dolls i think they are quite expensive and so she literally uh my brother-in-law's sister she went through these great lengths to write a letter in script that looked like santa claus wrote it it said dear girls uh because of the storm something happened where my sleigh crashed and i lost a couple of presents but don't worry i'm gonna drop them off in a couple of days i'm like the extent that people will go through to create this story to lie to their kids and then later have to tell the kids they lied to them or have a friend tell them i mean it's just torture folks it's torture it's almost like telling uh people in this country that they're born free and then by the time you get to be about five years old and you enter kindergarten you realize that freedom is a complete and total lie so i figure what the hell i'm not going to go down that path folks so anyway willie and i we're down here in Santa's uh, chambers, and we're wrapping presents. And so I get all the presents wrapped up, and I put these nice little tags on them. I write these funny tags, you know, to mommy from Willie G, you know, uh, from, uh, from Willie G to Maya. Yeah, I put all these things. I put funny ones. I call them stinky pants, stuff like, you know, whatever. I just put all kinds of funny things. Actually, I bought them a stuffed Santa Claus and a stuffed Grinch. So the Grinch came from Santa Claus, and the Santa Claus came from the Grinch. You know, stuff like that. Uh, once he gets a little older, I'm going to get more intricate. With my former uh, stepkids in my life, I used to do these elaborate treasure hunts with different. They had to find cards around the house, and I sent them on treasure hunts to find the presents. It was actually a lot of fun. I'm going to get back to that once he can actually get around on his own. You know, right now we have to carry him, so that wouldn't be a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, so then I had to carry the presents up the stairs because I'm down in the basement. And so he had to help me do that. Then I laid them out all under the tree. I put stuff in the stockings. I actually bought him about 20 pairs of all these different color socks. They're really cool. So I stuffed all the stocks inside of his stocking. You know, that's not for him. That's more for his mother, for Maggie to find and think it's cute. So it was all set up and displayed really for Maggie and her mom because Willie has no idea what's really going on. I mean, he makes eye contact now. 
now. And uh, he just turned six weeks. He makes eye contact. He giggles. He understands jokes and stuff like that. I tell him all kinds of jokes. He loves racial jokes. He loves gay jokes. You know, stuff like that. The things that I like. And so uh, he giggles. He knows what's going on. But, I, you know, he doesn't understand Christmas. So I laid all the gifts out. I made it look real nice. And so then finally I got him to go to sleep. And then I went to sleep. And then the next thing you know, my wife's like a little kid. She's waking me up at 6 in the morning to tell me Santa's there. Uh, and so she said, oh, you got a lot of stuff. I thought we weren't getting a lot. I said, nah, don't worry. It's all little things. So anyway, we then uh, get her mother up. We sit around. We made some coffee. We got Willie G there. We laid him out on top of the presents. We took some really nice photos of him, some funny stuff. And he was just like under the tree. Anyway, I got my wife a couple of ornaments, you know, like one of those metal ones that says baby's first Christmas, best present ever, put a picture of Willie G. You know, nice little things like that. I framed some family pictures because I haven't been keeping up with that this year. So I did that. And then, as you know, I made that collage documenting from when we knew she was pregnant until just before Christmas. And it was like 73 photographs with some really nice words I wrote. And I packaged that up. And it worked, folks. She opened it up and started reading it, immediately teared up and started to cry. And so it worked. That was the goal, to see her cry. And then we got Willie G some stuff. I got him a mobile. So then, of course, I wanted to set up the mobile. It has little animals on it because we did his nursery around an adventure theme because my wife and I like to go camping and hiking. So we're doing an adventure theme in his room. And that's for the baby shower. Everybody brought him like a gender neutral uh, animal themed adventure theme stuff because we didn't know if he was going to be a boy or a girl. He's born a boy. Obviously, this is 2022 going into 2023. So he could identify as a girl, a banana peel, a tire iron, or a leather couch, you know, whatever he chooses. Uh, you know, obviously, we don't get held down by gender here. That's uh, That would be wrong. No, folks. So anyway, I got him this mobile. I wanted to set it up today. And then, of course, we never set up his crib because we have him in a cradle. And so I got stuck setting up the crib this morning so I could put the mobile on there. So took two hours out of my day setting up a crib. But anyway, we're getting the nursery all straightened out for him. It's going to look good. So uh, we opened the presents and everything. It was great. A lot of fun. I got him this little uh, Willie's little denim hat. And when the cap is down, like a baseball cap, when it's down, it says, I love mama. When you flip the cap up, it says, I love papa. It's pretty cool. I got him a pair of sunglasses, and I know they're not good for kids to wear. It's more for show. So if he comes on the show here, I'll have the sunglasses on when he's on the show so he looks like his dad. You know, that's that's the way we're going to do it. So I got him that. I got him a little world map rug that goes in his room because it's like an adventure theme. And I told you I got him the sock and then uh, a couple other things and then got maggie a few things and got her mom some framed pictures of her with with willie and got her uh, a couple of other little gifts so it was great a lot of fun and then we decided we were going to church again okay and so our friend elena really nice woman we met through the midwifery that we did the birth with we met her at their picnic their annual picnic well she's got a husband justin and then they have three kids, young kids. And they invited us to go to this church with them on Christmas at 11 a.m. 
and it was at a pastor's house. Didn't know much about it, folks, but we've become pretty good friends with Elena and her husband. They're just really great people. So we got all dressed up real nice. I put on the suit, the red tie, had the red scarf, my black trench coat. Maggie was dressed up with a red skirt, black top. We got Willie dressed up in his little tuxedo with his Santa hat on. And then her mom gets all dressed up because she's from Poland. They still dress up over there. Yeah, you don't show up at church in sweatpants, okay, when you're over in Poland. You don't show up uh, at the grocery store in your pajamas like we've been doing here for the last 20 years. People still have a little more self-respect. So uh, I'm telling you, folks, get a suit, all right? Come on, get something nice, go out there, look good. I'd wear a suit here every day on the show, except when I start putting these videos out publicly, people won't watch it if I do because we've been so accustomed to looking informal. I mean, you have people like Dan Bongino wearing T-shirts you know, on his show. So that's the way it is. I have to dress down to fit in with the folks now. So anyway, we show up at this house about 15 minutes from us on a big farm. Okay, and we're not sure when we get there if we're at the right house because there was no address on the door and we didn't see Elena and Justin's minivan. They've got the minivan because they have three kids. Obviously, you need the minivan. Otherwise, you've got to throw the kids in the back of the pickup truck. And when it's almost uh, below zero, it's probably not a good idea. You don't want child protective services coming after you for driving your kids around in the back of a pickup truck, right? So uh, we wait and all of a sudden Elena pulls up and it's good so we get out of the car we go in the house we have to take our shoes off which is something we do at our house i didn't used to do it when it was my house but once my wife moved into the house with me she started making me take my shoes off in my own house okay so we take the shoes off so we take the shoes off and then we go into this kind of kitchen area and there's a nice really really nice cast iron wood burning stove and people hanging out. We just start BSing, and I pick out the guy who looks like the pastor, this guy in his 70s, really nice guy. I start telling some jokes, talked about how we met Elena, uh, make some jokes uh, about government and stuff, just feeling people out. I figured this had to be a pretty, you know, fairly conservative group of people to be having church in a pastor's house. So I kind of feel them out, and it's a really, uh, it's a good crowd, folks, a good crowd. Everybody's giggling, everybody's laughing, and Elena made these really good sourdough starter uh, cinnamon rolls, right? She She's a great baker. So we eat these cinnamon rolls, we have some coffee, and we go into the pastor's living room, and he's got it all set up. It was probably about, uh, I don't know, 18 people with the kids. Really nice, folks. Really, really nice. They had the uh, hymnals out. They had the uh, Bibles. And he goes through the Christmas story and talks about some stuff. And Justin, Elena's husband, he plays this harp that he has on the ground. And we sang some songs. And it was just a really nice environment, really welcoming people. And at the end, I go up to the pastor and I start talking to him. Hey, so what's the deal with this whole situation? And it turns out this group started over 25 years ago. None of them were part of the original group. And it was a group of folks that decided to do church and home because they had come from homeschools. It was They were homeschool families. And as many of you know, Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays, she was a homeschooler. She got me into homeschooling back with my stepkids 
few years back, and Willie G's going to be homeschooled. And our doula, who helped manage Maggie's birth, she homeschools her three kids. So we're all networked in now with homeschool families. So this church was started by homeschool families because back 30, 35 years ago, homeschool was looked at as really weird. And so these people didn't feel welcomed into the churches they were part of, and they came out of different sects of Christian churches, and they formed sort of this non-denominational home church. And so now it's maybe a generation in. So some of these people went back 20 years, but they weren't part of the original group. And so they just continued to do it. So every Sunday they get together at this guy's house. And this guy is not actually some licensed pastor. He was not a professional pastor. Um, And just different dads shared the responsibility to act as the pastor. And uh, it was just, it was really, really cool. So I think we're actually going to do that. We decided between that and the other non-denominational church we went to on Christmas Eve, we're going to do the home church thing. I think it's really, um, really interesting. Plus, the pastor starts getting in a conversation with me about COVID and the vaccine, folks. I'm going to touch on that when I get back here on this post-Christmas special. My name is Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 